Hey, you're listening to the KNA podcast with Caden and Austin. Hello, hi. That's Austin. I'm Caden. And uh, this is just a podcast about stuff we want to talk about. Yeah, just really anything from uh, sports to video games to music to just stuff going on in our lives that we feel obliged to tell you about. So, yeah, welcome. Yeah, we today we're mainly going to be talking about a couple of subjects. We're going to be talking about some NBA talk. Yeah, playoffs are fully under effect. We're also going to be talking about Kendrick Lamar's new album entitled Damn. 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 What, Damn. A, what an album. And just some just some other stuff. And some for future reference, we are going to get some guests on the show, hopefully. Uh, we got one lined up. We got one lined up, yeah. Shouts out. Shouts out yeah. to Mark DePaulo, our humanities <laughs> professor. What a guy. What a guy he is. All right. All right, but let's let's talk about... You want to talk about the... The series, or do you want to talk uh, about just the latest game? There's we'll, not. There's we'll not talk about the series since okay. we're just picking up right now. Uh, For sure. I don't know what Billy Donovan was doing, <laughs> game one, or game two for that matter. Right. Yeah. Uh, Gibson was only playing about 21 minutes in both of those games, and he he went up to about 30 for game three, which is probably he's he, what did he score? About 20, I think, around there. Yeah. He was huge for us. Absolutely. And like the key, a key factor for me is Abrinas. I mean, I just don't know Absolutely. why. I don't know why he was putting in how why Donovan was putting in Singler those first two games when yeah, you have a guy who's just as athletic as Singler. I and, remember looking at the box score for game two and uh, yeah, it's no. just freezing. It's all good. Okay, I remember looking at the box score for uh, game two and Abrinas had only uh, played four minutes. Which doesn't make much sense because he's not much of a liability on D. No, he's he's a decent defender. He's, he gives sure. he gives effort. Yeah. Singler really doesn't serve any use in the playoffs. There's no reason for him to be out there. And it's not like he's he's good enough on defense to, yeah. Like hey, Kyle Singler is a lockdown defender that substitute the D, uh, for his offense. Uh, the lack only, of offense. the only reason I can see him playing that often is to just uh, foul. Yeah, just to take up fouls from Harden. In, end of some, game, because we can't have Andre packing. fouling out. If Andre fouls Absolutely out, not. nobody can guard Harden, and it's over. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. yeah. Um, another thing was Oladipo played a lot better in Game Three because through yeah. through the first two games he was I think one of thirteen from three, was shooting like under twenty percent. It do was you, awful. Do you think that that was mainly from? <laughs> Playoff or just the the way the game goes, he's he's ball dominant. He likes the ball in his hands. But do you also think it's playoff jitters? Uh, possibly, possibly because we were on the road. Yeah, and we're in, we're at home now in OKC. Uh, I think that's probably it because in game two he had at least three wide open threes that he missed, but he was hitting them in game three, and that really helped out. Yeah, for sure. Um, I still think the fourth quarter of game three wasn't great. But we still pulled it out. If we can play a whole game, we can take another one off. Uh, but we've got a series now. I, I was yeah, thinking. Sure. I was thinking we were going to get swept after game two. I thought that was a real possibility. But we can maybe compete. We can maybe pull this out. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Pull off the upset. <laughs> uh, let's we'll see. see. 
other series. Any like any that stand out to you? Because there's just a lot. Not a lot, but there's just well, some we can that's just kind of we bland. can just go through all of them. Uh, let's start with the top of the East: uh, Bulls, Celtics. Rondo's out. Rondo's which is huge. Out. I didn't think, I didn't think that would make too big of an impact. I thought the Celtics would play better with him off, but mm-hmm. I didn't think they would blow Chicago out like they did in Game Three because yeah, it was like twenty points or something, there. something like that. Yeah. Because I mean, it wasn't just Rondo; it was Lopez out rebounding the Celtics by a ton. Uh, just Jimmy Butler and D Wade shooting consistently, mm-hmm. uh, but Boston turned it around. Uh, Isaiah. It's tough to talk about Isaiah right now, but yeah. But I think he's he's still playing really well for the situation he's in, and he played great in Game One, even though they lost. So uh, I think it was just a matter of the rest of the team giving the effort, yeah. and they did in Game Three. Game One was just so hard to watch. Like you could just like see in his eyes that at the at the end of the game, into the fourth quarter. He was just drained. He had, he had nothing left in him, man. It was, yeah, it was the first tragic. quarter it looked like he hit like I think two threes in the first quarter, and it looked like oh Boston's gonna win, They're, they'll be fine. But it didn't turn out that way. Then game two happened, and it just looked pretty ugly. But I think that's a series now with Rondo out and the way Boston looks now. But we'll see if they can keep that up. Uh, Cleveland, Indiana. It's three zero. It's the first round Cavs. I'm not really worried. No. I think the most interesting thing is where Paul George is going to end up after, <laughs> after Indiana gets swept. Yeah, that's because I, don't, I think he's absolutely gone. Uh, he might get traded to Boston, although I'm not sure because for what do you think? For the number for the Brooklyn pick. Do you think that they're, the uh, Pacers just are just wanting to? Take I I, I think I think. Indiana's well. If they get rid of Paul George, they're absolutely going to need to rebuild around Miles Turner, mm-hmm. most likely. Uh, but I don't think trading. I don't think Boston trading for Paul George would make much sense because he's pretty dead set on L.A. It seems, which is why I'm iffy on anybody going after him. But yeah. uh, I think they'd be much better served going for a Jimmy Butler. Plus, uh, he's younger. He's arguably a better defensive player. Yeah, I think they should just go after Jimmy B. But that depends on how their series against him goes. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, LeBron had a great game in Game 3. It was like 41-13-12 and 12 or something like that. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I haven't been keeping tabs on it. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Um, Toronto-Milwaukee just played. That's, that's, that is a fun series. That, that is a fun series. I'm really rooting for Milwaukee, even though I... I'd be totally fine with Toronto winning too, right. because I still love Ibaka. I'd love to see him, you know, be successful. Of course, but I want to see Giannis playoff just Giannis. People. Yeah, I want to see a Giannis Lebron playoff series oh, in round that'd be two. So fun! I, I don't know if the Bucks would stand a chance. I don't think so. Well, it'd it, just be fun. It's weird because their defense is definitely great, mm-hmm. and, but I don't think their offense can keep up with Cleveland's. Right. Especially, they just scored like seventy four today in a game. Like, the, if you watch that game, it was ugly. Yeah, I was I wasn't able to watch it because Sling <coughs> I think TV. The, don't get Sling TV. It's don't. awful. It's awful. Wow. No sponsors. No sponsors here. Man. Just pulling shots right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, 
And it's the most surprising thing is it's, it's definitely not just Giannis. I mean, Middleton's shooting amazing. Dude, he's one of my favorite underrated players. Yeah, Thon sure. Maker is becoming like a young star right Out now. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out he's of blocking nowhere. shots. He's he's hitting shots too as well. I mean, yeah, he looks incredible. Uh, Brogdon, of course, is a great point guard. Yeah. Uh, Deli and Monroe off the bench have been incredible. And Jason Terry is still killing it. What has, is it? 18 years in the league. Has Is Thon uh, at the five, starting five? Yeah, he's starting, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Okay. I had no clue. Yeah, he's been starting. I knew, I knew that Monroe was coming off the bench, and I was like, that's a very interesting move, but apparently Jason Kidd knows, knows what he's doing. I do think Toronto will end up winning this. I think it's just a repeat of what happened last year in both the Indiana and Miami series. Yeah. Uh, but I'd still love to see Milwaukee win. I want to see a Giannis-LeBron series, but we might have to wait. Might have to wait until next year or something like that. What is what is the one thing about this 2016-2017 season that bummed you out the most? Uh, For me, it was the Heat missing the playoffs. Yeah, that was pretty sad. That was devastating. I would have loved to see Playoff that. Playoff Dion, man. Playoff Rondo is pretty fun to watch, but now he's gone. So, right. Uh, I'm going to say maybe... Uh, Boogie and AD not really succeeding because right. I was thinking maybe they could they could give Golden State some troubles in the first round if they could make that eighth seed, but they just they couldn't get it figured out. They're probably going to fire their coach. Uh, Drew Holiday is just not the point guard they thought he'd be. Yeah, they just needed. I don't know if that those two will stay around, but we'll see. Uh, Washington, Atlanta. They just played today. This is probably Atlanta. The, Atlanta won today. Yeah, Atlanta won by I think around twenty. They blew them out. Yeah. This is probably the least interesting series of the playoffs. Yeah. No one's currently. No one. Nobody no. cares. I, I think John Wall's <laughs> John Wall's probably the second best player in the East right now. But even then, I just don't care about the Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Any times the any time the Atlanta Hawks are just in a playoff series, it's just. I don't even know how they made the playoffs, honestly. Like, yeah. Looking at their roster, Paul Millsap's their best player. I mean... Dennis Schroeder is okay. Yeah. He's not... He's a wild card. Carry. Dwight... Who knows with Dwight anymore? Yeah, I totally forgot he was on the team. Yeah, Dwight's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely some professional insight right now. Absolutely. We know what we're talking about. But, uh... John Wall. What a guy. I saw a piece by The Ringer talking about why he doesn't have a shoe deal. And that's pretty it's pretty uh, interesting. Why he doesn't have his own sneaker. John Wall. Anyways. Everyone, I mean, back in middle school, everyone knew the John Wall. Everyone did the John Wall. We did, we, we requested that at middle school dances. And he that doesn't have his I'm own shoe yet? That's incredible. Okay, let's go to the West. Uh, I think Golden State and Portland just started off. I don't like Golden State. We're not going to talk about him. I don't like Kevin Durant. We're not going to talk you about You know him. the story. Uh, Blazers and Six. Bla- uh, yeah. San Antonio, Memphis. Uh, yeah. I think that game just ended. How did that turn out? Let me, I let me no take clue. a look. Last I checked, they were up by three with like 40 left. Kawhi, I guess, had been killing it at the end, but Mike Connolly tied it up. And it looks like Memphis won in Oof. overtime. 110 to 108. Series is tied now at 2-2. We Man. weren't able to watch game four, but I've been able to watch the other three. Take that for data. Take that for data. 
They didn't rook him. The series is tied up. Two <laughs> two. Um, this is tough because I, even though Memphis is the underdog, I really want San Antonio to win because I I want them to win the West. Uh, but I guess an interesting playoff series is not something we see all that often anymore. So. Right, and I, I feel like the most interesting figure on either side of the team is the coaches, and that's like so fantastic. To <laughs> Absolutely, me yeah. Before yeah. before game the game two incident with Fizdale, I just didn't care. This, this was less interesting than the Washington Atlanta series for sure, which is quite quite a, a landmark if you're talking about NBA playoff series. Yeah, but yeah, I just. The Grizzlies seem so uninteresting to me. Mike Conley's a great player. So is Mark Gasol. Zach Randolph's probably going to retire soon, I hope. He's getting old. Uh, I don't want him to die out there. But, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Great group of guys, but just like their style of play is just so outdated from what we're used to seeing. Yeah, I can respect it. I don't, For hate, sure. I don't hate the Grizzlies. Exactly, yeah. No disrespect to any Grizzlies fans out there, but... Yeah, just not my cup of tea. I don't. I, I enjoy this first to an extent. Still, I mean, if they were a super exciting team playing against Memphis, this would be a much more interesting series. But they're it's not. They're, they're still similar. Spurs. Yeah. I mean, Kawhi's great, of course. But other than that, I wasn't interested until the Fizdale thing. And now the series is tied up at two-two. We could see Memphis pull off pull off an upset. Which would be insane. That that would be insane. Because San Antonio still won, I think, 61, well, 61 games. 61 game. games, something, yeah. Something like that. So, that yeah, that'd be incredible. But, I don't know. I still think San Antonio will pull it out. I don't think it's a huge deal. Pop will get it figured out. And Kawhi is too much of a just absolute monster. Absolutely. Okay, the 3-7 the three, three, was we already covered. Okay, see, yeah. Uh, and then... Clippers and Jazz. Clippers and Jazz. Okay, this is dropping down into my interesting ranking, too. Yeah, because yeah, for sure. Gobert's out. Griffin's out. Whoever wins is playing Golden State. And neither of them have a chance if no. they're not even healthy. Not at all. Not at so, all. I think I'd rather see LA win because I want to see Hayward go somewhere else. But that's all That's all I care about. It's another... It's another Cleveland and by Indiana Hayward situation. and by Hayward going somewhere else, you mean I Hayward mean, coming to Oklahoma City? I mean City. Oklahoma City, <laughs> but that's a, that's the longest of long shots. So, yeah, whatever. Chris Paul's great, but he's not going to beat the Warriors without Blake Griffin, I don't think. And Blake Griffin just can't stay healthy. He can't. I I do think that's interesting. I I don't know where they're going to end up. Blake's probably. I don't think. I don't see Blake coming back. I don't see Doc Rivers yeah. coming back after this year. Uh, really? Yeah, because I, okay. I think Orlando offered him a GM job, or is going to at wow. some point. Okay. So yeah, Chris Paul I think will stay because he there's something with the CBA about him getting more money. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah, that's all the playoff series. Uh, favorite one so far? Probably Toronto-Milwaukee. Toronto-Milwaukee, just because they're just super athletic yeah, grinding teams, and it's just great to watch. Yeah, when DeRozan's playing well, he's really fun to watch. Lowry hasn't really played well at all. Uh, I don't and he's know. just not fun to watch to me. Lowry is just—he's a good point guard, but I just yeah, it's just whatever. It's really funny 
before the All-Star voting ended, you would just see so many Toronto fans no. get pissed off about Kyle Lowry's not getting enough respect from fans. He's not getting enough votes. He should start. He's the best point guard in the East. But no. every single postseason, he does this shit. Yeah, he absolutely. Does every single postseason. And people, and every year, it's the same thing. I don't think you can call Kyle Lowry the best point guard in the East. That's just my opinion, though. If you I buy, second it. Yeah, I, I would say John Wall, right now at least. I would have said Kyrie earlier in the year. I don't think so now. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to say my favorite series, I would say ours, but that's not quite an interesting answer. Um, let's see. I, I was really interested in the Chicago-Boston series, and now yeah. I'm, I'm pretty disappointed that Rondo's out. Because he was playing great. Dwayne Wade is playing great. Jimmy Butler's playing great. One thing I respect about uh, Dwayne Wade is that he knows that he was an absolute star, but he knows that he's diminished and he is accept his role as yeah, like, he was really the good. second man. He was really good with so that. Uh, playing with LeBron, too. He, he was he really was good like, at accepting yeah. his role. He's a very humble superstar. For sure. Um, yeah, he's, he's, and he's hitting a three consistently. It's odd to see, but people forget how great he was in the postseason last year, too, with Miami. He was arguably, that's true through the first two rounds, one of the best players in the playoffs. So he, it's not like he's just some old guy playing his role. He's he's still a pretty great player. Oh, for sure. I don't know how that injury affected him. I'm not, I'm not even sure how severe it was because he came back pretty early. I thought he was done for the season. But he's back. He's playing great in the playoffs. Uh, we'll see if they can maybe finish out Boston, but it's not looking like it with Rondo out. But yeah. Who has, who has, okay, whose jump shot annoys you the most that you've seen recently? I'll tell you mine. Mine's Ryan Anderson. Okay, he, he has a super quick release, which is great, but he basically does like the splits, and then after, after he lets it go, he then like, Start sprinting back like a Dirk Nowitzki fadeaway. Um, it's so that annoying. was really pissing me off in Game Three because he would drive in, he'd post up, and then he'd f- turn around and fade away, and he'd hit it. Every and it did. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. At all. <laughs> I, I just get really pissed off uh, that, he, like, people say Houston's and OKC's supporting cast are the same. No, nobody outside of Russ and maybe Depot can do that. And that Ryan Anderson's not even in their probably top five best players. Absolutely. And no one on our bench can take over like Lou Williams can because he's just been killing us, destroying us. Gordon has been too. It's not comparable. You can't compare OKC's and Houston's cast. OKC played well in game three, and we still only won by two. So I don't think you can just compare the teams like that. Um, But yeah, any other NBA topics? You'd like to speak on? I think I'm. I, we got it. We got it covered. I think it's time to move on now. To uh, let's talk about damn. Let's talk about damn. God damn. Lamar's album that he released not too long ago. It's already gold. It is really. Is that from streaming? I have no clue, honestly. Hmm. Uh, well, we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about the new album and our thoughts and how much we enjoy it. See you then.
All right. All right. Talking about the new Kendrick Lamar album, dang. Uh, darn. Darn. Gosh darn. That's all. Man. Okay. Initial reaction. What was yours? I I had expectations that it was going to be full of just jazz influences <laughs> and like super super vintage sounding like to pimp a butterfly was. see i was not expecting that at all i knew he was going to going to change expect especially listening to humble humble told me okay this is going to be a much different approach yeah in his album and uh yeah i just i didn't have any expectations because that's how i kind of went into pimp a butterfly and it was still fantastic even though it was different from what i thought it would be so I was just thinking, I don't know what it'll be. I don't really care. I just I just believe that whatever he releases will be incredible. Because that's what he's put out so far. Right. He's, he's not proved otherwise. Yeah. So yeah. My, my first initial reaction, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Uh, like, I, I said to Austin uh, one night, I was like, yeah, I feel like Fantano is going to give this a, a, a strong six, and I wouldn't disagree. And he was like, Caden, you're, you're ridiculous, man. <laughs> I like, yeah. So I, I listened to it more and more, and yeah, I, I mean, I love the album for sure. Yeah, at that time I had listened to it a, a few times. My first reaction was confusion. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised by how short it was, even though it's, I think it's about 50 minutes. But I expected, me, I expected it to be a lot longer. I was also off-put by a few tracks like God, which I still don't think is good. I don't think God's a good a good song. Uh, Loyalty's weird. I don't hate yeah. it, but I don't I don't really understand putting Rihanna on this album. But oh well. And uh, yeah, the the end of Duckworth is a little weird. I'm still not sure what that's supposed to mean. I guess it's just talking about. Uh, if his father had died, this would all have been reversed and not happened. But, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, now now my thoughts on it are, uh, it's still really good. Mm -hmm. Still a really good hip-hop album. I don't think it's, I don't think it touches To Pimp a Butterfly or Good Kid Mad no, City. No, not whatsoever. But it's still a really solid album. Uh, the, I mean, he kind of cops out I think, with some of the songs. Like with God or with Loyalty. Just, he goes a little bit too poppy. And I understand he's done that in the past with like Poetic Justice or whatever right. it may be. Right. Or Backseat Freestyle. But they made sense in the context of the album. For sure. Absolutely. They, and they're, they're still fun. They're still fun songs that I can have fun to. I can't have fun to Loyalty. It's it's too bland for yeah, me. It's, absolutely, it's bland. I, it's absolutely. too bland to be on this album. Same thing with God. Uh, Humble doesn't make much sense in the context, but I've grown to love it. It's a fun song to me now. I love the music video too. So yeah, that, that I'm not mad about video was just insane. Like it, <laughs> it, I saw it on my Twitter feed and I sent it to the group message because I already watched it like three four times and that scene. Uh, where the camera was just like revolving around him, and he was cross-eyed <laughs> in the turtleneck. That was just yeah, that's a great. Scene. That was incredible. Yeah, I like I like humble. It's it's a good song. It's fun. Yeah, I absolutely. have fun with it. 
Same same thing with Backseat Freestyle. It grew on me. I love it. I realize it's not the most sophisticated thing in the world, and it doesn't have to be. It's just a fun song. But with God, I don't have fun listening to God. It's just... I'm just confused. I don't know where he's going. Same thing with Loyalty, because Rihanna, as much as people love her, I, I think she's good on her own songs. I don't think she should... Or, or she should. I don't think she goes well on other people's projects necessarily. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes like sense. I don't even enjoy her that much on Drake's work that much. So it's it's difficult. But uh other than that, let's focus on the positive. Uh DNA is a great song. Absolutely, man. Love that song. Absolutely. Love the sound bites from Fox News. Uh, yeah, you love. Yeah. I love. Yeah. I love. Yeah. That is a great track. Man. Very. You said it's a Mad Villain esque. Yeah, I, totally, I was thinking. I, totally got mad I was thinking like a, a Cherry Bomb, like a good track on Cherry Bomb, like a not, good, like a good song that. on Cherry Bomb, <laughs> or like a, a really good Earl song. Yeah, it definitely got a, a, a vibe like that. Like woozy. It kind of sounds like a little woozy. Yeah, Element is good. It grew. It grew on me after that hook, but yeah, I had fun with it. Uh, let's see what's after Element. Let's pull up the track list real quick. I right, really for it. Uh, but yeah, Element. It's a weird hook. At first, I was like, "What is he doing? This is Kendrick Lamar doing this." But I understand it now, and it's it's fun. It's fine. Yeah, yeah love for it. Sure. Uh, feel. feel feel is probably my second favorite song of the album. Uh, just great emotion. In, in the last two albums, you could tell he had some sort of depression, but it felt like this is something the needle drop touched on with. I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to take too much influence from him, but right. uh, like in the last two albums, it feels like he had a plan, and this was just part of something leading up to a climax at the end. Mm-hmm. But on Damn, it does feel like you're just listening to a person with depression rather than listening to a song about it that eventually gets resolved. Ooh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I like so, that idea. That's the feeling I got from Feel and another couple few tracks other than that. I, I actually have one negative thing, or at least, like, it doesn't... I don't really understand about it. Like, if you listen to Good Kid, Mad City, or if you listen to, to Bimba Butterfly... You can tell that there's there's like an overall story being told to you. Yeah. There's like a flow of whether it's from skits. Yeah. Whether it's the connection of his poetry in between uh, songs. I I can tell that there's a story being told, but I just haven't listened to it enough to where I can tell that there is a story. Yeah, there's definitely not, and that's not a bad thing. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. But it's, it's just, just not. It's not as conceptual, and that's totally fine. Absolutely. I, it's, it's a. It's a banger. It's a woke banger album. Woke banger. That's woke banger. For, that's a great you, phrase. You heard it here. You heard it here first. First podcast coming with the hits. <laughs> uh, see, next track I believe is. Loyalty, which we've talked about. Yeah. Not a fan of, but it's okay. Pride. Pride's a little weird. It's not supposed to be, like, a big song. Right. It, it's it's it produced feels, by Steve Lacey. He, he, did a, he did a pretty good job producing it, it, that, it, but it just it doesn't stick out. Yeah. It, even though it's four and a half minutes long, it feels like an interval. Oh, for sure. Yeah. That's what it feels like. And then Humble. Humble's fun. Yeah. Enjoy it now. 
Lust. Okay, lust is pretty weird. You said you don't like it. No, 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 no. That was. Is lust the seven minute track? Or what? No, that's. Uh, fear is the seven minute track. Fear, okay, it. okay. Lust. Lust. Lust has kind of like a. A rapey vibe. Oh, during yeah. the during the chorus. I mean, I'm I just, not sure if that was intended. I'm not sure if he realizes. Uh, maybe it's more innocuous than I'm giving it credit for. Maybe I should be a little critical of how he words the chorus. Yeah. But I mean, other I I know it's hard to ignore that. But other than that, it's an enjoyable song. I think. Uh, I really love when the drums come in during those parts in the second verse. Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's nice. Uh, love. Love's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's decent. And see, this is the separator between the last two albums and this one is every song I can enjoy pretty well. With this, maybe it just hasn't been enough of a time to listen to it to really appreciate each and every song, but I don't feel like I'm blown away as much by this one. But it could just, it's just different taste, I think. Because I, I bet there's a ton of people who love this album. More. I mean, I was kind of that way with basically every single track on Blonde by Frank Ocean until I listened to it more and more. But I think the difference is with those two albums is like Blonde was so abstract, but simple. Yeah. Simple and, that, and like, instrumentation. In production. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. But like, this was just, I, I, I didn't find like anything interesting about that track, really. It was just, yeah. it was, it's a track. It's a good track. It's okay track. Uh, okay, and then it pick, really picks up with Triple X. <laughs> Triple X <laughs> that is, my second is incredible. Favorite. It's probably yeah. my third favorite on the album. Uh, uh, I, I had... I had no expectations going into that track with the YouTube feature. <laughs> yeah, very surprised by it. <laughs> when I first heard like uh, the singing cut and uh, the Kendrick come in, I was like, "How's YouTube?" Coming? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is a mix. Yeah, yeah. But his verse was great. The contradiction between uh, him telling his friend to, you know, use violence about his his son being killed, and then, you know going to a convention and talking about gun violence to children. Yeah. That, that, that's really a theme of the entire album that is very interesting, I think. It, he does it well. He, he exerts it well on this yeah. song, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then the YouTube feature works. It's incredible. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Wow. I was... I loved it. I don't even like YouTube. I don't... No, me either. Yeah. But yeah, it was great. Uh, okay, Fear. Fear is probably, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, top three. Top, is that top five for me, I would say. But uh, that, that guitar lick is just yeah, yeah. so nice. Uh, just when I realized he was going through age seven, age 17, age 27, uh, talking about his fears at each age, how his voice changes. Uh, well, I guess in the first verse, he's rapping as his mother. And he still makes those those fears at seven seem childish, but also warranted, because he's talking about just his mom disciplining him, which okay, you can say whatever you want about yeah. you know punishment, but I don't think he means that to be like something 
offensive or something that should be critic criticized in terms of parents punishing their children like that. I don't think that's a point he was trying to make, but you can view that however. Yeah. I think it was more about his mother and her drug addiction or uh, social programs like I'll beat your ass if you tell him social workers he live here. Yeah. That's a great yeah. line. That I think that's a line that makes it seem real and seem like an adult fear Absolutely. even though he's seven years old. Uh, and 17... I think was perfect because his voice is monotone. He's he just seems hopeless, and like that that verse really hit me at the end, uh, especially when he reveals how old he is. Mm -hmm. When he says, uh, "I'll probably die because that's what you do when you're 17." Yeah, that's a great line. God. Love sounds like it's like lost hope, and there's like it's like he, no motivation. Yeah, it's great, and that's. That's totally a 17-year-old way of talking, for sure. It's just like that, monotone. I don't care. I don't care anything. <laughs> and even with his situation, it makes sense. Yeah, but absolutely. Then 27, he sounds confident in himself, but he's also still very fearful. And it's very adult fears, and it's very specific to this position he's in now with like his popularity and his career. Mm -hmm. So I think he presents each age very well and it's a great concept it's For sure. absolutely great uh then god is after that my we, least favorite album yeah, least about. favorite on the album by far then duckworth, then duckworth. duckworth is, is my favorite duckworth is, is you, incredible you've made the claim that it is now in your top five greatest <laughs> kendrick lamar songs which uh, i was like wow yeah that is quite a bold claim it's it's incredible i just love he sounds so joyful. He's, his storytelling is probably the best it's ever been on a song. Uh, love the beat. Uh, just love his delivery on it. Love everything about it. Love how he tells a story about his father, about this man who could have killed him 20 years ago. or Yeah, 20 mm -hmm. years ago. Something like that. It's just... It's very, it's very realistic in how he t he talks about the situation, but he still tells it in a manner that seems like you're watching it in a movie, mm -hmm. and I think that's incredible. And uh, it's very reminiscent, even though you did you didn't know Kendrick's father, but it's it feels like you kn you knew him, like you got to know him through the song, like he ride his son around on weekends in his whatever it was his car. I don't remember what car he said, but it, it, it just put a smile on my face, but also made me go, damn. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's where the inspiration for the title came. Just, damn. Damn. Damn, I did that. <laughs> uh, so overall score, what would you say you, you'd give it right now? Right now. I'd say an eight. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling too. Yeah. A, no, good, uh, a good, solid eight. Doesn't touch... Butterfly or Good Kid, Mad City, but still, still really solid. In comparison to other hip hop projects, I'd still say it's top notch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, man, what's uh, what's been going on in your life? Tell 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 the viewers now about your presentation for the class. Oh, okay. So on Monday, I gave a presentation 
for my English composition class about democratizing work. And I, I won't go into specifics here because we, we are on a schedule, I guess. Are we on a schedule? Don't want to drag this out too long. But, <laughs> but uh, just about the traditional employee-employer relationship being changed. Workers should own and control the places they work at. That kind of thing. And uh, I was really surprised by the reception I got from it. It felt great. Sparked a ton of discussion with the class. Because prior to that, not many presentations had been talked about. They were some slightly interesting ones, but none that really got the whole class involved like mine. And I, I loved that. I was blown away by the by how much people wanted to ask about it, how much debate happened because of that. And it just made me feel good, you know? Absolutely. It feels like I did... For the first time in college, it felt like I was doing something I wanted to do. And that, that really hit home. Well, the, the great thing is that you do such a great job hiding the fact that it's... <laughs> that it's yeah, it's, a, it's much more uh, frowned upon in American politics than I let on. Oh, for sure. And you, you've done that on multiple occasions. And that's, with that's multiple occasions with due friends only to the term you can give it. Like, if you say that socialism, immediately half the class shuts their ears and eyes and looks away. But yeah, I, I, did, sure. I didn't say the word socialism or capitalism or anything like that. And people were interested. And I think that was incredible. I which I which I think is a great thing to do because different economic structures such as socialism is like frowned upon because that's what we're taught that's what that's what we, what we the always red scare the red scare what what if the thing. Russians man the Russians they they're just evil people another thing this really kind of made me mad my uh, what class is it it was either criminal procedure or civil rights and liberties because the same professor teaches both classes but he called current day Russia the Soviet Union he he has so many bad things to say in that class he also called Syria an anarchist country he's he said that on multiple occasions he said that twice now in two different classes which is remarkable but and is this also the same guy that said that beer is nasty <laughs> and martinis are for the real people, uh, people something you appreciate flavor. Yeah, yeah. He what said, a, "Screw beer, dick. give me something with taste." What a dick! He's a he's a renowned beer hater. <laughs> I'm sure Caden hates him for that. Yeah, I mean, I've got German blood in me, man. <laughs> I, I'm a beer drinker. Yeah, so he's a, he's. I, I don't like him. He's not high on my favorite professor's list. I mean, just for the beer thing. Just I, I'm, not, I'm not ever gonna take a course with him for sure. <laughs> Okay, uh, what about you? What's been going on with you? Man, I I am stressed to the max because... Finals coming up. Finals coming up. I have a an accounting final that is over 28% of my grade. That's I to, terrible. I have to get a 75, or I have to get a, like a 70 or above to get a C in the class. Oh my god. And I... Oh. I despise classes where there's only like four assignments all year. Yeah, I mean the only thing, the only things that uh, we do in the class are tests. That's the only yeah. thing for grades. As much as I hate doing homework, I would much rather do that than 
just have oh, to worry sure. about yeah. perfecting. You have like you don't realize two or three things in a semester. Yeah, you don't realize how much that helps you until you're in a class that is not weighted more with like a like you have like a ninety five in homework, for, like with a hundred points in a yeah. four hundred point total class. And you don't even think anything of it, but until you get in a situation like that, you mean you're yeah. just miserable. Every semester, I tell myself, "Yeah, I'm am really gonna buckle down on the homework because that helps me." But then I'm it's hard. Just, to just every semester, I'm yeah. just like, <laughs> I don't even want to go here. <laughs> I don't even want to go to college. What am I doing? And I just kind of, I just kind of want to go around the country and yeah. be a musician. Yeah, we are. Me and Austin are world-renowned SoundCloud. No, we're not musicians. No, we're not. I made you the are. greatest beat of all time <laughs> entitled Tekken. Don't look it up. You're not going to find it. No, you deleted it. Yeah, didn't you? No, I did not delete Tekken. I deleted, <laughs> I deleted King Keith. No, that's, that's great. Uh, Certified classic. I mean, we bump it all the time. Uh, all the time. We no, used no, to. We you deleted to. it. That's true. I, I, I did not delete Tekken. It's still on my song. Yeah, you can't. You can't do I, that. I can't do it. I mean, that's my legacy. I can't just leave. I just can't delete that from the earth. My legacy. That's the only thing I put. Yeah, when you die, your kids are gonna look at your online presence. Tekken man with with fifty plays. Just the arpeggio. Wow. The arpeggiator <laughs> tool on Garage, garage Band. Garage Band arpeggio. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was great. But yeah, that's. Yeah, writing writing music right now, like legitimately, I've been trying to write music and trying to work on my voice to kind of create a sound mm-hmm. that isn't like that def- not defines me, but just kind of like, hey, that's Caden. Yeah, uh, something that sounds like yourself it doesn't unique. sound like it re- replicates anyone else. Right. <laughs> so I've been working on that and working at school, and that's basically it, man. Yeah, that's I. Basically it. I'm not really too interested in making music anymore, I guess. I tried to do it again. It's just, I don't know, lost confidence in it. Lost, you know, the motivation to keep doing it. And we, and the thing that sucks is that we lack, not not that we lack the skills or the ideas or the ambition, but we just lack the materials Yeah. to make, like, great music. Yeah, because... After a while, your taste evolves to an extent where the the things you're making just don't live up to it at all, and sure. it's hard to keep doing that. And I realize if you really want to do that, you have to get past that phase. I've seen that before. Yeah, for sure. But I don't. I don't. Hard. I don't that believe. That is so hard. Yeah, it's really hard, and I don't believe it's worth it to keep pursuing that. I, I'm definitely more into maybe like. Possibly, like, obviously with podcasting, because yeah. that's what we're doing now, public speaking or something like that would be really great to do. Or writing. Anything what like what that. do you think that you would want to do, like, public speaking stuff with? Like, just talking about... Uh, well, I've also, you know, knocked around the idea in my head of starting a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. maybe doing some, like, animations. Not, not, like, cartoons or anything, but, like, like, yeah, I got you. like some infographics with information and stuff like that and just talking about my points of view on a YouTube channel. Yeah, absolutely. I think that could could be a good idea. But we'll see. We'll see what I end up doing. I always end up switching my interests every couple of months, so that's great. But yeah, that's what we've been up to. That's 
And that's pretty much it for today. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't get anything else to talk about. Yeah, me neither. We're not, we're not that interesting. No. I mean, I know we're recording our thoughts we're for just, 40 minutes. We're just, some boys from, we're just some boys from Oklahoma <laughs> who roll their joints all wrong. But don't, that nobody understands that. We're too damn skinny and way, get, way too long. No, you're going to get us arrested. <laughs> yeah, you got to edit that out. That's... It's cross Canadian ragweed. Yeah, we're editing this out. This I don't is fucking awful. I don't. I don't smoke anything. I don't smoke anything either. I don't smoke anything. Sound like the feds, homie. Well, yeah, that's enough for today. Uh, we'll probably be back next week. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll probably release this uh, on Monday. I believe would be a good day to release it. Why not? Why not? Yeah, we'll see. Sounds good because we'll need to do some editing. We're new to this. You know, give us some take, time. Take some time. Give especially, us some love, especially with my laptop currently out of commission. Yeah, we're using my janky laptop. That's almost that almost died. Almost thankfully, died halfway off the podcast. <laughs> I pointed it out, oh, but yeah, God. yeah. Well, guys, thank yeah. you for listening to the yeah. K and A podcast. Thanks, thank you to whoever three of you listening to this at the moment. Or at all ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my sister's uh, boyfriend subscribe, <laughs> or I'm not going to give him my approval. I might tweet this. I might <laughs> I might tweet a link to it. We'll see. We'll see if I'm willing to embarrass myself. Uh, we'll see how the cookie crumbles. We'll see how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> this, all right, guys. This has been K and A. We're signing out. Goodbye. <laughs>